Hi everybody, this is Ethan. I did not expect to be making any type of podcast entry this week. Uh, for those who don't know, this actually, on a personal level, has been an amazing week for me. But I felt compelled to say something because I feel like something had to be said after what happened last Saturday and Sunday in Orlando. Um, so yeah, I heard about it as I was flying out to E3, actually. It was my first ever E3, and I just want to say that this was supposed to be an amazing week, and it really was in many ways. I had an incredible time in Los Angeles. I was there for four days, got to preview a whole bunch of really, really cool things that I think you're all going to love if you love video games. I got to play some of the sports games, uh, which I think a lot of people definitely can get behind. Uh, I got to see Blink-182 live, which was crazy. I got to meet amazing people, and I just want to thank everyone who was there, who I saw. got to hang out with Matt Harmon and Alex Gellhar, two of my favorite NFL.com people as well, so that was great. Uh, and amid it all, I definitely was still thinking about what had happened in Orlando because it's very, very close to me. And I was thinking about how to deal with it. I fired off some tweets when I was on the plane, uh, feeling very stressed out on that plane ride, but I wanted to do something more substantial. So I was originally going to write something. And then an article came out by my very good friend, 14 team mocker on bro Jackson about how a lot of people won't understand what the LGB community is going through right now, and I didn't want to just reiterate his points, so I like coming to conversations and bringing things that are new to the table. So I just wanted to talk about three other things to add on to what he wrote, and I'm going to link to the article by Twitter and also in the SoundCloud of this abridged Hammer Time podcast. And by the way, next week we'll be talking about normal things. Might be having a longer video game or cartoon conversation because Voltron also came out this week and Voltron was sick as well and I want to talk about it, but right now uh, this is a more serious topic. So first of all, read the piece. It's great. If you haven't already, I, I really hope that you read it. The first thing I want to say is more of just a reaffirmation of what Mocker talked about with gay bars being sort of sanctuaries. And I've seen a lot of thought pieces about it, but this is really the only place where gay people can, if they do live in fear of being out, express being themselves. And it's very problematic that someone would target a place like that, go into there, and shoot it up. It is homophobic. It is a major affront to every single aspect of human decency. And this is something that could happen to any gay bar around the country, which is probably the scariest thing. Because I go to them probably at least twice a week for bingo or for just happy hours or whatnot. And I don't want to be in one if a crazy person decides that it's his day to come in and shoot up the place. And I think that's what really resonated with a lot of people in the LGBT community that it really could be any bar. It Every bar is pulse. And I, I think that even though there's a lot of problematic 
stuff that might be unique to Pulse, uh, because I know it was a Latin night and I don't want to erase the importance there, I, I do think that there is a component of the togetherness aspect that really any place that brands itself as a gay bar is going to be a target. And a perfect example of this is a bar in Bushwick called Happy Fun Hideaway had an incident recently where a heterosexual person was with his girlfriend at the bar and he got kicked out after being belligerently drunk and he said, I am going to go Orlando on this bar as he was leaving. And, and that's something that, you know, it could happen anywhere. And it's just something that I guess we're going to have to deal with now. But that's the fear that a lot of people often live with. And I think Mocker conveyed that really well. I just wanted to reaffirm that because I think it's important. The second thing that Mocker said that I just wanted to supplement is about how religion, all religions, really do contribute to homophobia. I think that the fact that the killer in this case was Muslim, I, I don't think it's responsible to completely write it off there are a lot of very problematic Muslim policies in the world, but also that's a, I would say, in terms of Muslims who I personally know, that is a minority view, and I think it's very dangerous to ascribe that view to all Muslims. At the same time, I think you have to look at what happened in Uganda today, the day that I'm recording this, where 20 kids were beaten and kicked out of their school for being gay by their own classmates and by the governing body of the school. And Uganda is 84% Christian. Kenya reaffirmed in the court system that basically it's called the anal penetration test. You can use that to test to see if somebody has been penetrated. And Kenya is also a predominantly Christian country. So this is something where I think that in recent years you've made a ton of strides uh, in all religions in terms of being more inclusive and tolerant. And I also understand that we want to be responsible in terms of noting that definitely ISIS is reaching a lot of malcontents in this country, and I think that a solution needs to be proposed for that. At the same time, though, to ascribe this to an entire religious group is really, really problematic, and I think that's irresponsible and not the way this case should be looked at, at least not in my opinion. And other people can disagree with me on that, that's just my personal take. The final thing is something that I disagree with Mocker about. And this is something that is, I hoping, a little bit more general. So about halfway into his article, Mocker writes, No one is going to eat outside at restaurants on vacation because of what happened in Paris. No one is going to skip going to church because of what happened in Charleston. No one isn't sending their kids to school because of what happened in Sandy Hook or countless other towns and cities. No one isn't going to the movies because of what happened in Aurora. But people are now terrified, literally for their life, of holding the hand of someone they love or going to a bar filled with people like them. I will be completely honest. I am scared of going to movies because of what happened in Aurora. And I don't think that that is something that is shameful, but I know that I saw Batman in 2012, I think the day after the Aurora shooting, and the entire time I purposely picked a seat near the exit, I slouched in my chair, I I was scared, because I, when you're looking at a huge screen and gunshots are going off, you don't know what's going to happen, 
And I think that it's a pretty scary proposition. I've, every movie I've gone to since then, and I've seen Deadpool, I've seen Star Wars, I've seen a couple of others, it's always been in the back of my head. And I think that that really is is what bothers me the most. I don't think this should be an issue that should be dividing us. I think we should all want to feel safe being in public spaces and being social. I don't understand why we are divided on this. I just don't. Maybe I'm the only person who feels this way, so maybe I'm alone on this, but to me, I think common sense gun reform is something that needs to happen, and I applaud the senators for filibustering about it on Wednesday. I think that that was a great step. I appreciate the support. I can say personally that I respect the fact that people should have a right to own guns as long as they go through the proper training and the proper background checks to get them. I don't want to infringe on the liberties of law-abiding citizens. At the same time, I think that we need to take a look and make sure that we're keeping everyone in our country safe. And I also don't think that we can trust politicians who are in the pocket of the NRA. So this election cycle, that's going to be, I would say, I have a few major issues, and I'm going to make this an issue that I prioritize like I haven't before when I'm looking at candidates, and I hope that other people do the same. And if there's any super PAC, even though I hate super PACs, but that's the system that we live in, or any group that is specifically targeting politicians who take money from the NRA and who are supported by these people who really don't care if innocent civilians are being shot by people who are able to access these military assault weapons way too easily. If there's a way to get these people out of office, please let me know. Drop me an at, shoot me an email, put me on a mailing list because I, I'm really fed up. I'm totally, totally fed up with being scared to go outside and be with my friends. And I hope other people feel the same way. Because honestly, I'm, I'm sick of it. So I'm going to end it there. Thanks to everyone who reached out to me this week. It really means a lot. And again, this week was amazing, except for that one thing. And I just had a couple of things that I had to say. And I think that I've covered off on all of them. Next week, we'll be having a regular podcast, regular time, regular recording schedule, regular everything. Anything that you can do to help the people in Orlando, Other than thoughts and prayers, if you want to send any money, I've sent a little bit of money down. Uh, If you want to take any other steps, donate blood. I know people have done that. I advise you to do so. And I feel like I have to say this. Stay safe because the world's a scary place. And there are a lot of people out there who, for whatever reason, are able to do some pretty terrible things. So I hope everyone has a safe and fun weekend.